0: So as you remember from the last episode, I talked about recovery and more specifically how recovery is a bitch and how to brace yourself for that fun fact. And the fact that you're here this time watching this episode, listening to this episode just proves that you have what it takes to make those changes and go from down and out to lifted and in tune. So let me just say. Good job, goddess. You're part of the chosen changers who want to live their best life regardless of the challenges that brings. When I first escaped the madness, I didn't think I was pretty. I couldn't look myself in the eye for over a year after my trauma. Hello, goddess. It's been a while. I haven't done a podcast episode in a little little while. I took a break. Um, I didn't know how much I was getting myself into for some reason when I started the YouTube channel and the podcast at the same time, but we are back. So it's been such a long time that I literally forgot my intro. Hello, goddess, and welcome back. This is The Goddess Experience, your go-to podcast for healthy post-trauma living and all the mindset shifts that come with it. If you don't know me, I'm Arian Wrights, an independent, new adult, fem empowerment author, and you can learn more about me and my work on my website, www.arianwrites.wixsite.com slash goddess. That's arianwrites.wixsite.com slash goddess. And if you missed the last episode, please go back and start from the beginning of the series because we will not be covering the last episode's lessons in this episode. Eight and a half years is a lot of info to cram into podcasts, and I really want to enhance your value by not repeating myself. Don't worry, though, goddess. I will be here waiting for you when you get back. I promise you're worth it so as you remember from the last episode I talked about recovery and more specifically how recovery is a bitch and how to brace yourself for that fun fact and the fact that you're here this time watching this episode listening to this episode just proves that you have what it takes to make those changes and go from down and out to lifted and in tune so let me just say good job goddess you're part of the chosen changers who want to live their best life regardless of the challenges that brings it takes strength courage passion bravery and dedication to want to change and then do something without wanting so i'm going to take a minute to give you a round of applause and encourage you to give yourself a pat on the back well done goddess well done Okay, now before I dive in, I want to make sure you have your notebook and your magic pen, because I will have a new exercise for you at the end of this episode, and I wanted to give you a heads up this time. So, recovery is a bitch, a painful, fickle bitch, which takes you and breaks you down so you can rise like a phoenix from the ashes, a stronger, better, renewed version of yourself. And it is that mystical experience of rising from the ashes of your former self that makes it worth it and this episode is hard because I want to sit here and just state you statements you'll feel this you'll feel that but the reality of those statements is that I genuinely don't know how you'll feel about your recovery and I'm okay admitting that and being transparent with you The only person I've ever guided through recovery has been myself, and under a very special set of circumstances that worked out well for me, but which I would never wish upon anyone else. Although, it is my favorite story, because the ending is pretty good, and the next chapter is phenomenal. And what I can recommend is training your mind to enjoy being healthy. And that's why I'm here, to teach you to train your mind, to reconnect your logic to your intuition, and to get you into a positive headspace, because that's what worked for me. So it starts with finding the reason for waking up in the morning, finding the reason to change, and then pursuing the change. And the change is hard and painful, but it gets better. I found in my journey that I... That the more I could handle the tender, raw moments with a level head, the more proud and sure enough I could become. And it's the little things. At first, it was significantly shortening the duration of my episodes by being conscious of my behaviors, making note of my patterns, and distracting myself sooner so I didn't get sucked into obsessing over negativity. And because of that, my episodes are nearly avoidable altogether. When I first escaped the madness, I didn't think I was pretty. I couldn't look myself in the eye for over a year after my trauma. And it wasn't due to a lack of love on Pumpkin's end. In fact, I stopped wearing makeup because I knew he was being honest when he told me that I was beautiful. Did I mention that I'm a happily ever after new adult fiction author? But I didn't love myself as I thought I did, and I had quite a bit of shit to work on and it was hard but day by day i got more comfortable looking at myself in the mirror again and day by day i continued working on telling myself that the things i hated about myself were beautiful and i was able to truly value my existence because i feel like one little extra thing could have gone wrong and i could have died in addition to wanting to die once you see the beauty in life it really makes you want to live it And in order to heal yourself, you must give to yourself, hold space for yourself, make time for the things that you love and the things that you want to explore. Feed yourself knowledge and positive vibes from many trusted sources because to heal to the point of forgiveness, release, and retribution is one of the most magical things to do. And if I can do it, anyone is capable of doing it because we are all goddesses and goddesses create the reality they want to live in i'll let that sink in for a moment goddesses create the reality they want to live in so you can either continue to feel broken destitute poor and whatever other poisonous bullshit you've been fed or you can exercise those demons and create the reality in which you are healthy, with well-balanced, meaningful relationships, and a fulfilling life. Considering that you're here, I really hope you're looking forward to creating your new existence. If not, I encourage you to click out now. This is not for you if you're not intending to radically change your life. Now, as a cultivator and facilitator of goddesses, I must say that in my personal experience, every new milestone fuels you to the next one. So after that first breakthrough, everything is easier. And then you have another and another and another. And after so many incredible breakthroughs, it gets easier and easier to have faith in yourself and trust that you'll make it through the triggers and flashbacks next time. Trust That you have the ability to make good decisions. Believe that you learned your lessons and that you can grow from them. The juicy fruits of your labor, the diamonds in the deep levels of the mines, the reward that you worked so hard to achieve. It gets better. It really does. For me personally, my recovery has been like climbing a mountain that looks short, but it truly is very steep and daunting. There were many times where I felt like I was at the top, but then you look past the trees and realize there's still miles of mountain to climb. And there were also times when I completely wanted to give up, stay plateaued, and just deal with it. But the real reward comes in finishing the climb, being able to look back at what you accomplished with a crystal clear bird's eye view on a whole new wavelength and elevation. I promise you, it gets better. One thing that will always stand out to me is that I used to be chunky, which is why I still want to be thick, and I couldn't run very fast or climb stairs without being winded, and really it was less my weight and more what I was eating, which we'll dive into next episode. And I was told that I could never walk several miles, that I was too fat and too lazy. Fast forward to nearly a decade later, and Pumpkin and I love going for hikes and literally climbing mountains. That's beautiful to me, the fact that I literally proved his toxic view of me wrong. And my ex may never know about that, but that's not for him to know. The only thing that matters in that equation is that I know that I've overcome my past reality. And that's not even something I intended to do. Despite any poisonous communication, I actually love fitness, and always have since I was little. There was just a point in my life when the darkness of the universe wanted to stamp out my light, and I had to prove my light was worth shining. I'm going to do something a little different this week and read you a poem about my creative journey because I feel like it directly shows just exactly how it gets better. It is entitled, Finding Myself. What 2020 taught me. And so this poem can be found on my website, arianwrites.wixsite.com, which is where I'm reading it off of on my little phone. So, finding myself what 2020 taught me. I've always been a writer, literally. I started writing as soon as I could hold a pen, divinely inspired with genuine passion. So, Santa brought me a table to write at for my third Christmas. I've always been a writer, but somehow you come to this planet with a strong conviction for who you are and the devil can still come along to shake that up, to instill doubt, to tell you that you don't know any better and that your dreams are stupid and you're not worth anything. But the devil is a liar and none of these whispered thoughts are true and you have to learn to work past them. So I came to this planet knowing myself. And then life got weird, and I got lost, thinking that nothing would come of this hobby. Nobody reads. J.K. Rowling was a fluke, a glitch in the system. If you really want to make your money writing, you need to make it first and then retire to write. All evil hisses, the whispers in my ear, telling me I would amount to nothing. Yet I knew deep down that it wasn't true, wasn't true. Even if I didn't know exactly what I would do, I knew I possessed the power to be with the moon, immortalized by the sun, cherished by everyone. And I found myself blocked from writing, from really creating anything substantial. Upon graduating high school, I found myself in love for real this time, and I found myself wanting to party, and I found myself wanting to forget and heal and recover, and I found myself wanting to experience new things. I was able to go back and enhance and fall in love with a Cinderella short I'd written in school because we were going to shows living in the moment and existing as modern day stationary gypsies i quit tobacco i quit makeup i quit my bra i dreaded my hair and then i found myself regretting that and afraid of shaving my head i ripped them apart and then cut my hair to my ears fucking ouch and i'd later shaved my head twice And I published my first book only to later discover it was technically unfinished and would later be edited twice before becoming a complete novel. And I waited, and I found myself disappointed that my zombie novella didn't net 10 Gs in the first 10 weeks, and I found myself giving up. Writing isn't going to make me money. Well, it was worth a try. Guess I'll do something else and I did. I started crocheting, which I didn't think would lead to anything initially. I just wanted to make Pumpkin a set of juggling balls for a music festival, and then I made myself a shawl and shorts and a top, and then one of our friends found out about my skill, and I found myself crocheting her a pair of leg warmers in trade for a custom hat, and then I found myself thinking I was set. I could crochet or for a side hustle make enough to retire and then i could spend my days writing but then i found myself missing writing every time i sat down with yarn and hook i pined to be sitting with pen and book Plume and ink, just words and me. But that's not where everyone's making their money. Besides, when's the last time you had an idea, honey? Thinking this is how you'll do it is mighty funny. That evil voice would hiss in my ear. Having been spoken by mentors and not... And spoken by peers. Breaking me down, causing me tears. Getting me to chase my tail for years and years. Causing me to live in the shadow of my fears. Lost. So I found myself putting crochet on the back burner to try becoming a hula hoop instructor. I took the eight-week course, got my certificate, and choked. Sure, I was young, and to be honest, my intentions were misaligned. So I found myself having spent a fair amount of money and time on something that I decided to never use. I found myself missing writing, so I turned back to crochet, Because that makes sense, right? It did turn out so well the first time I roll facepalm. That's your 20s for you, winky face. I started a GoFundMe. I had big dreams and big goals. I was going to raise the money to start crocheting full time. And then once I was at that point, I would write. Right? Definitely sound logic. But the funds didn't come. I have a beautiful tote filled with yarn for my fairy grandmother, but the universe had other plans, and I was lost. I found myself writing in the in-between and found that I was in love, in love with creating intricate worlds to get lost in and share, but for years I had convinced myself that it simply couldn't be done because pop stars are actors and musicians. I had built a reality for myself where writing was not viable or profitable or a good use of time. Oh, what a sad and limiting for existence for a writer to live in. But I was convinced, and I found myself deciding I would be a rapper, just like Nikki and Iggy and Cardi. I can write, I'm a girl. All I had to do was do it, right? The year before the virus, the universe called me out, sent me a challenge to the stream that I could be a cartoon on YouTube and entirely circumvent performing oh delicious delicious 20s young and dumb young and dumb i found myself in the midst of someone active in the local music scene he encouraged me to go to the open mic nights at the tea house if it had been a bar i would have said no but i went to two with my best workplace friend by my side and never having opened my eyes during each performance the first was a mess i choked i mean it was my first time and then the second night a month later the tea house was packed people were standing shoulder to shoulder ah the pre-pandemic vibe they had talked through the guest artist's set he did this for a living i was expecting the same amount of respect then it was my time then it was time for the open mic My name was second on the list, but the first name was absent when called, so I found myself going first, sparkling with sequins, shaking with nerves, and I captivated the audience for two songs without music, just my quivering pink energy, naked and vulnerable on that stage, pouring my heart out into a Doors cover and an original rap about Ultimate Smash Bros., entitled ultimately smashing and i'm still proud of that shit feeling so fly like kirby little pink amoeba so no one can hurt me constantly adapting to my surroundings i'm ultimately smashing no one can take that away from me if you try i'll kick you off the map reminding who's truly king so smashing yeah yeah so smashing They didn't cheer until I was done, and the whole tea house shook with the applause of 30 to 50 people. My eyes were closed, so I didn't take count, and then I moved to a rural town with one gas station, one grocery store, and no music scene. If I wanted to go to open mics, I would have to organize them myself or drive 45 miles into the city. And that's when I realized that I wasn't a performer. I didn't want to tour and play gigs. I wanted to write. I found myself finally and upon having the epiphany that i'm happiest writing i realized that i also deserve a nine to five i truly love and i found a good job and an amazing company moved back to the city <clears throat> and rented a room in one of the nicest neighborhoods it turns out that i had been holding back myself significantly december 2019 girona Yorona Yorona. What could there be to fear about a virus named after a beer? (laughs) Ha 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 ha, it'll never show up here. In January of 2020, people started getting sick. The shit was real now. And as the numbers trickled in, so did the anxiety. At first if, and then when, they would shut it all down. And then I got sick. It was gnarly. For a week, for a month, I was scared. I never get sick. It made me realize my mortality fuck 2020 man i can't say what it was gnarled sinus infection or walking pneumonia my guess is although i'll never know i never got tested after a week when i was well enough to go back to work i got put on furlough you don't have to go home but you can't stay here kid It was the end of March, and the universe gave me April to work on my craft, my passion, my flame. But what I ended up doing was Instagramming, procrastinating, and walking the dog a lot. I thought I got a fair bit done, but I could have done better. And when I got that call that I could go back to work, I cried. I wept. I found myself wanting to give up completely. Overwhelmed at the thought of working 40 hours and maintaining the progress I had achieved during my break. And it wasn't until that moment that i truly found myself after eight years of agonizing over this predicament it finally sank in that you've got to do the thing you love and you can never give up on yourself so i went to work and continue building my empire juggling my work schedule with my commitment to my craft and my community sitting hunched in the car in the cold dead of morning with my laptop when we moved again and only had internet access at the public library After eight years, I finally learned to chase the dream because of your passion, not the money. Thanks, 2020. It's been real, and I will never be the same again. So, I directly implore you to believe that it gets better. Because it does, especially if you believe that it will. Now it's your turn to do the work, goddess. Think about each of these questions thoroughly and write the answers down in your goddess gang notebook. Take all the time you need. This is important, goddess. It deserves your full attention. Why do you want to heal? Why do you want to heal? I wanted to heal for overall better quality of life. That's likely what it'll boil down to for you too but why do you want to heal next question what's standing in your way Hmm. yeah what's standing in your way it's time to unearth some of those feelings of ennui and worthlessness so what's standing in your way for me it was my feelings of worthlessness and overall negative behavior I felt as though I didn't deserve to be whole. So I would self-sabotage my progress when I noticed I was making leaps and bounds. And it took years of self-illumination for me to realize that. But it all boils down to fear and a sense of lack. So what's standing in your way, goddess? Money? Time? Confidence? What's stopping you? Got it? Good. Good. Next, I want you to look at those answers. I have a feeling that regardless of what you put, it's something to do with fear and lack. So I want you to re- repeat these affirmations after me. My journey is beautiful, meaningful, and unique. I am special, powerful, and confident. I release my past trauma to the universe. I allow the universe to absorb my pain so that I may be whole. I release all feelings of lack. I radiate divine riches. I am divine riches. I allow myself to heal because i am worth it i deserve it and it gets better for the sake of my potential i forgive my past and promise myself that i deserve for it to get better thank you thank you thank you and so it is thank you for spending your time with me today goddess I hope you are radiant and glowing and feeling hopeful about your future. I know I am hopeful for your future. In the next episode, we'll talk about how what you eat plays a very important role in trauma recovery and how you have the power to take control of what you are eating. Until next time, goddess, may peace, love, light, and happiness always be with you because you deserve it. Hey Goddess, thank you so much for listening to yet another episode of Ariane Writes and the Goddess Experience. I just wanted to take the moment to show my appreciation by inviting you to go to the first link in the description box of this podcast and join the forum where you can join in discussion about this episode and all the other episodes previous and to come with the other goddesses who listen to this podcast with you. Thank you again so much for being here. I cannot wait to see you in the forum.